Hey, hey, what's up? How's everybody doing out there? How y'all doing? It's 9.35 p.m. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to hit the hay. But before I do that, I'm going to bring you the seventh installment of... You know it, A Space Needle Odyssey. I almost forgot the title. Space Needle Odyssey. Here we go. So, Seattle Mariners 2001 season, April 10th, 2001. We have the Mariners defeated the Oakland A's 5-1. to one. This was in Network Associates Coliseum. I've never heard that name before. They must have changed the name a long time ago. Network Associates? I've never even heard of that company. What? What, what do they do? It sounds like a pyramid scheme. Sounds like a sounds like a dirty scam. All right, no, no offense. If you want to sponsor the podcast, Network Associates, that's how you get people to sponsor you. You just got you got to nag them. You got to nag companies. <laughs> that's how you get them. All right, game duration: three hours twenty two minutes. Gosh. That's a long game for just a, a simple five to one game. Three twenty two. Jeez. <clears throat> Attendance low per usual in Oakland. Oakland has one of the worst attendances, along with Tampa. Where are the other bad attendance ones? Tampa and Oakland are the two worst ones. That's for sure. Those are two that come to mind. Miami. The Marlins. They have low attendance too. Which is weird because baseball... I thought baseball was popular in Florida. But the two, two of the worst attended teams are both Florida teams but it's probably because there's a bunch of old people there who you can't you can't drive a golf cart to the baseball stadium there's no parking for golf carts oh what if there's a a golf cart freeway I could see that I could see that happening in Florida a golf cart freeway, golf cart expressway, or roundabout. What's the point of roundabouts? That's something I've always, I've always wondered. Should I? I'm, I think I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna say, what's the point of? I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna type in that exactly. What's the point of roundabouts? What's the point? I like just 
Googling what's the point of something. That's a funny way to word it. Roundabouts promote a continuous flow of traffic. Unlike intersections with traffic signals, drivers don't have to wait for a green light at a roundabout to get through the intersection. Traffic is not required to stop, only yield, so the intersection can handle more traffic in the same amount of time. Oh, that's a very good explanation. And that's from the Washington State, WS dot. I think that's the Washington State Department of Transportation. Is that Washington? Washington? It is. There you go. But that's weird because I don't think there's any roundabouts in the state of Washington. I don't think there's any roundabouts. There's a bunch of roundabouts in Washington, D.C. But I still think they seem... I, I They just seem dangerous to me. You really got to trust people. Or I don't know. I don't, you got to yield. I guess you got to yield. But it seems... I've never really driven in them. So I have no experience driving... Because they're not a West, they're just not a West Coast thing. Or we don't have big ones. What? Wait, what are the, like a circle, like the, they have like a giant roundabout. What's that thing called? The, the Chevy Chase, and I gotta look that up. <laughs> this turned into a, a transportation podcast. Have you a... Uh, that'd be a fun. I could do some sort of transportation-based podcast. <laughs> I don't know what that would, what that would mean. I like travel. Maybe it'd be about cool vacation places. Some something like that. Chevy Chase Circle. Which came first, Chevy Chase the person or Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase, Maryland. Is he named after... I don't get it. <laughs> well, no, he's not named after. And His name is... All right. Oh, that's so funny. I'm looking at Chevy Chase, Maryland's Wikipedia. And it says... Despite persistent rumor and speculation, Chevy Chase, Maryland has no relation to the actor Chevy Chase. I love that they say it's persistent rumor. <laughs> like the rumors just will not stop. No matter how many times you tell people that what do people think that they must think that they name the town after the actor. But that's just not his name is Cornelius Crane Chase, which I don't get. I don't get how you get Chevy. Chevy? Is it Chevy or Chevy? If it was Chevy, it should be spelled with an S at the front. That's my thought process. Oh, wait, here we go. 
the nickname Chevy was bestowed by his grandmother, derived from the medieval English ballad, The Ballad of Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. <laughs> Chase. <laughs> As a descendant of the Scottish clan Douglas, the name seemed appropriate to her. There you go. Now, who's Clan Douglas? Clan Douglas is an ancient clan or noble house from the Scottish lowlands. What what about the Scottish highlands? Wait, is that a thing? The highland? Yeah, the highlanders. Highland people. I like how they call it the lowlands and the highlands. That's... Here we go. Oh, the uplands. They don't call it the... They call it the uplands. Or... Wait. No, they call it the... In the southern uplands. There are two main topographic regions. The lowlands and the southern uplands. Okay. I'm just getting deep in Scottish... Wait, I want to know what the Clan Douglas is, though. Is this some Illuminati stuff or something? What is this? What is all this? Taking their name from Douglas in Lanarkshire, their leaders gained vast territories throughout the borders. Borders, Angus, Lothian, Moray, and also in France and Sweden. The family is one of the most ennobled in the UK... And has held numerous titles. Oh, okay. It's a noble family, I see. Oh. What did... It's a clan. A Scottish clan. What's a Scottish clan? It's a kinship among Scottish people. A kinship. Which means... I just keep going deep. This is a, a rabbit hole of... It's a, a kinship is the web of social relationships that form an important part of lives of humans and societies. Kinship. Does that so does that mean does that mean family? Broadly, kinship patterns may be considered to include people related both by descent and by marriage. There you go. Alright. We figured it out. Let's just keep going. Let's just go back here. Where were we? We are looking at Chevy Chase. And then we were looking at roundabouts. Uh, I was looking at Chevy Chase Circle. And, yeah, I don't know. That's just in... It's in Chevy Chase, Washington, D.C. And Chevy Chase, Maryland. There's one of both. It's like Kansas City. It's like how there's two Kansas cities. Alright. Here we go. The Mariners game. Back to the Mariners game. So let's see. What do we got here? John Halama got the victory. And Gil Heredia took the loss. Kazuhiro Suzaki got his fourth save. And as for... Edgar Martinez, his first homer. Edgar. Carlos Guillen had a double. Let's see. Oops. Charles Gibson. I remember Charles Gibson. 
He played for the Mariners from 98 through 02. Then for the Yankees. Wait. Oh, the the Rays and the the Astros. Charles Gibson. He was a pinch runner, third baseman, outfielder. From Orange. Oh, Orange. Down there in down there in uh, Orange County, the OC. Okay. But I wanna see wait, so who started this game for the Oh, John Halama started. Oh, I forgot that I for some reason I was thinking I was thinking Hama Halama reliever. I just got I got Halama reliever stuck to my mind. But no. Halama was a starter. Jeff Nelson got the hold. Jeff Nelson came in for one batter. Actually, he walked a batter, and then he struck out a batter. Then Arthur Rhodes pitched an inning. And then Sasaki. Man, <clears throat> we had a g- great bullpen in 01. Like how I say we. Because I, I include myself an integral part of the... Mariners organization. So Jeff Nelson, Arthur Rhodes, and Sasaki. Those guys were money in the bullpen. Yep, there we go. And let's just see. I wanted to look at. Not I clicked on. I clicked on Charles Gibson again. Not Charles Gibson. I want to look at Carlos Guillen, because he hit a double. Let's see how let's see how long he played. Oh, he played for the Mariners from ninety-eight to oh three. Man, I didn't know he was playing way back in Well, I guess in ninety eight if you combine nineteen ninety eight and ninety nine for Carlos Guillen, he played fifteen games. Fifteen. So that's that's kind of a not not many, but he was good though. What's his? A hundred twenty four home runs career, six hundred sixty RBIs, two eighty five batting average. How many how many hits he have? Thirteen hundred thirty one hits. This is like a stat head podcast. This for pot. This this podcast is for people who love stats. I love stats. I'm a stat head, stat fiend. That's a lot of doubles. Carlos Guillen had 266 doubles. Wait, did I say that correctly? Two. I was. That was weird. I was. I was blinking and I was blinking. <laughs> I was distracted because I was blinking. That's that's why I was distracted. But 266 doubles. And he had 41 in 2006. That's a lot of doubles. So there you go. There's your... How many career stolen bases? 74 stolen bases. Caught stealing 47 times. There you go. There you go. There's Carlos Guillen. He is 
from he's from Aragua, Venezuela. Born September thirtieth, nineteen seventy five. So he and he retired. He was about to be thirty six when he retired. That's a pretty good that's a good run. That's a nice long career for a for a player, for a baseball player. So there you go. What Ichiro do? We should check on Ichiro each game. Since he was just he was MVP this season. So we gotta see what he's been he's one for four with one RBI and one walk. There you go. His batting average is three sixty four right now after the first seven games. So that's a that's a a wrap. All right. Oh wait, no, we still got. It's not wrap. Wait, cut that. <laughs> so again, before we wrap it up, let's see. Before we wrap it up, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I want to point out this was a night game, a Tuesday night, a Tuesday. Seven oh eight p.m. is when it started. There we go. So I just want to read a little quote from. Baseball, a book of quips and quotes. Once he threw me a spitter at first base to pick off a runner. The ball sank a foot and I dropped it. When I threw it back to him, it was still wet and sank again. The runners advanced on a base and I got an air. Orlando Cepeda about Gaylord Perry. That's pretty funny. That's that's just weird. I don't understand the physics of that. How does that... I would have to have... Someone's going to explain that to me. How come... How come a loogie... It's really gross if you think about it. That's just disgusting. To... Do people actually do that? He actually would, would spit on the baseball... And then throw it to the catcher... And then the catcher has to has to throw it back to him, and they have to. Ew! That's just that's just, that's just gnarly. Uh, catchers have a rough job. Catchers take some take some hits. That's one of the toughest jobs in sports. It's being a catcher. Oh, but yeah, spitball. I don't. And I. Is it supposed to make the ball move? Or... Yeah, but... All right, okay. <laughs> so I, now I'm just... I'm, I'm all scatterbrained. But first off, I have to point out... I have to just stand up right now. Let me just stand up. I'm going to get a sip of water. Mm-hmm. All right. So first off, calm myself down there. About catchers being tough. The main thing, catchers, do you ever see them get just ran over? These guys, how come? That's I don't really understand. Why is it legal for a base runner to lower their shoulder and absolutely lay out the catcher? I don't understand how that's legal. 
And the, sometimes the catcher's not even looking. It's, that's the only time in baseball when you can, when it, it turns into football. For some reason, momentarily. Or rugby. Or lacrosse. Where you can just body check them. Um, and it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with baseball, really. But I guess people, baseball traditionalists, would argue that it's part of the game. Like Pete Rose did it. Ty Cobb. Remember, like Ty Cobb would spike people. That's, that's an evil. That's a, a devilish thing to do. To he he would sharpen his spikes. Oh God, that's like a that's a a lethal weapon. And then purposely spike people. <laughs> ah, that's just that just seems so mean. Like why would you do that? Why would you Why would you try to? Is he trying to get in his opponent's head? Is he trying to? Psych them out. He's trying to psych them out with spikes. Psych, psych with spikes. It's a, it's a spike psych. All right, but yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to summer, a good way to wrap that conversation up. But yeah, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna read a little bit from God Save the Fan. Will Leach. Then we're going to wrap it up. Because it just went longer than it was planning on it. Just as it always does. Just That's just how the way it goes. But here we go. God Save the Fan by Will Leach. David Eckstein. Scrappy. In quotation marks. Scrappy. Blue Jays shortstop. Who, whose heroic traits of grittiness and guttiness also both in quotations, are common media buzzwords for short white guy, also in quotations. Not Jewish. Mr. Eckstein. Or or is it Eckstein? No, I mean, is his is, David, is pronounced David Eckstein, but is the Jewish way to pronounce it Eckstein? Or is it Eckstein? I don't know. I just... I, or or it could be either way. Maybe it's just either way. Maybe it's... Maybe it's just however you want to... Whatever floats your boat. Alright. That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. Thank you so much... For listening. Supporting. What's it say in the back of this... I'm looking at the Richmond Flyers. Uh, the Richmond Flyers. Wait, that's weird. That why did I say the Richmond Flyers? I must have been thinking about the Dayton Flyers. Dayton University. But no, the Richmond Flying Squirrels. This ticket I have from Thursday, August 7th, 2014. 7.05 p.m. I was looking at the back of it. And who are they playing? Versus the Binghamton Mets. 
That's so uncreative. Wow. What a what an uncreative marketing department over there in Binghamton. How who named that team? They can't they can't come up with a a more creative name than the the same as the New York Mets. The same as their major league affiliate. That's that's just ridiculous. I don't even know. I don't know who the Richmond. Maybe that's something. Maybe that's something we should look into before we leave it. Before we wrap this episode up, who's the Richmond? Who's the Richmond Flying Squirrels? Affiliate, their major league affiliate, the San Francisco Giants. Wow, talk about random. Their mascot's name is Nutsy. Oh, that's so funny, man! In honor of the Richmond Flying Squirrels, let's just do a squirrel fact real quick. Here we go. Fun fact. I just got it ready to go. And what's the last one we did? Here we go. Mating season for squirrels is from February to May. So it's going on right now. With a 44-day gestation period, generally two to four young are born per litter. Yeah, I'm from a family of three children in the litter. So I'm right in there. My family's the... The average size of a squirrel family is the same as the Arnesons. We got three kids in the litter. Three youngins in the litter. Alright, so there you go. Watch out for all those mating squirrels out there. And I'm looking at the back of this ticket. It says free appetizer. Dang, we never cashed in on this free appetizer. Too bad it expired December 31st, 2014. So it's at the Grapevine, which is a Greek and Italian restaurant located at 110553 Chopped Road. C. H O P T Chopped That's a funny name for a road for a restaurant to be on. Just named Chopped after the the TV show Chopped. That's fun. Alright, so there you go. Shout out to the Grapevine over there in Richmond. Hopefully they're still open. After this whole thing happen, after this whole thing happens, but for now, ciao, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great day. Have a great night. Go get my books on Amazon. Go read my blog. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Dream baby, no, Dream Team Baby Eight. Gosh, I gotta remember my own handle. Dream Team Baby 8. Because I'm a Dream Team Baby. Because I was conceived 
my parents conceived me during the 1992 Olympics. Not that they never told me this, but I just did the math. So that's that's that. And <laughs> that's that's just that's just how it happened. I mean, I just did the math and you do it and it's the dream team. 1992 Olympics. Barcelona. Barcelona. That's how you got to say it. You got to say Barcelona. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. All right. See ya. (laughs) Bye.